Hello, everyone, and we're back. This is uh, part two of our summer seasonal finale episodes. We have six more animes to go through. <laughs> so that's going to be about another hour. So let's get to it, right? <laughs> I love how you just pray like, hey, this is going to be a fucking hour. So sit down, grab your popcorn, and let's go for a ride. All right, let's. Should we start with the, the disappointed one? Sure. Uh, Detective is already dead. Yeah, I wouldn't call it, you know, honestly, I wouldn't say I was totally disappointed. It definitely lost steam yeah, toward the end. It's not as good as as it started. For sure. For sure. Like, if you take Siesta and Kimi's relationship out of the equation, it's... Meh. It it's is. not good. Like, it's I don't meh. give a shit about anyone. Like, uh, what happened to Shard? Did Siesta basically beat her into submission to call her mommy? Or... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, why what is happened with a uh, chameleon? What happened yeah. with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what did uh, Nagisa do with Siestas after the whole Siesta issue? Yeah, 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 yeah. There Not was sure. there was no development of everyone else, like Fubi, Yui, all this shit. But Yui kind of got some backstory. Yeah, but after that, she was like a background. Hey, I'm rich. Here's my boat. I mean, and everyone's a fucking was, detective. I'm not as upset about Yui as I, you brought up all the other characters. Fuck Charlotte. <laughs> She's hot, but fuck it. Yeah, well. But yeah, again, like, even with Kimmy by himself, he's not really a developed character outside of her. I like Kimmy. I like him too, though, but there wasn't much more of him outside of Siesta. Like, that was it. But when it came to, like, outside of Alice, like, a, like Nagisa, Yui. Charlotte, Fubi, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. That's really all I got out of it. And I told you I called it with the heart. Yeah. Yeah, it makes I sense. Hate, I, I hate I hate our break. You, know, you want to know something, honestly? That was something else I wasn't a fan of. So basically, one of the things that's brought up in, in the finale is the fact that, um, that Siesta's heart. You know, I'm very curious also. Something tells me if they do do a season two, um... It wouldn't shock me in the least to have to learn Siesta was part of Spes at some point because she was. Was she? Yeah. How, is that confirmed? How? No, it's in the light novel. Oh well, I didn't know. I, I didn't uh, read the fucking light novel. I, I haven't either. But yeah, she. That's why she's after them. Like, she was a former agent. That her goal was to take it down. I. You know something? I wasn't thinking that. What gave it away for me is the fact that she's like, well, my heart is built a little bit differently, and she's able to change into other people. And her existence and her conscience still exist through her heart. And that's how yeah. she was able to change between Natsunagi and herself because she had subdued Hell's subconscious and killed her mentally. I didn't like that. <sighs> I, didn't, I didn't like that. Like, eh, it was way too far-fetched. I understand the show's been through some far-fetched shit. Like, like, and and like, the fact that she may have seemed like that was her plan the entire time. Huh? And she may have like, oh, this was the plan all along, basically. <laughs> I didn't mind that so much. It's just, you know, there were parts of the show that were far-fetched from the moment that you first started watching it when you have somebody shooting a fucking uh, a Winchester rifle in a fucking airplane and the airplane yeah. doesn't have holes in it and shit. Like, okay, you know, I think that's kind of some bullshit. But, you know, I let it slide because the action was pretty cool. But, you know, by the end of it, like, with her, like, oh, like, the fucking girl ended up having split personality syndrome and then she has no personality. Now it's Siesta. Now it's Siesta with black hair. Like... Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. What the shit, hell? Uh, eh, I don't know. Like, I I appreciated you know fucking uh the end 
you know, with Natsunagi and 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 yeah, and there's uh, hope again. Everything before though is just... yeah, it didn't hit. It just didn't hit. It started off as like a four, four and a half, and then by the time it was done, That's it's a low end three. It's a low end three out of five out of the best out of the best. I'd say. Yeah, I, I gave it a six. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I get. I like Siesta. I like Kimmy, but when they're not together, they're shitty. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not really developed very well, and it's yeah, it's not the best for sure. Yeah, and... I wish they would. I, w- I really do wish they would have delved more into it. It would have been cool also if they would have, especially because like Natsunagi and and um, what's his face are in the same class. So well, you know, Kimmy and Kimmy are in the same class. But you know, something is very interesting how um hell said like oh i want to go to school and stuff and she's like oh i'll just go to school with kimmy and kimmy doesn't remember shit because of the pollen yeah yeah that yeah we find out yeah uh, hell didn't drug him it was just more of the pollen from the beast yeah so um it was all right i i don't know uh yeah, the more we talk about it the more di- disappointing it is but i know the potential was so much there it's in, well, you know, I didn't see Sunny Boy, so spoiler alert. For, spoiler alert number two. If you were, if you were watching, uh, if you were listening to yeah. episode one, we gave away um, Matthew's most disappointing anime, and we gave away one of my top anime of the season. Um, spoiler alert number two. This was um, my thriller of the year, only because I didn't see Sunny Boy. I think you'll probably put Sunny Boy, not thriller. I'm sorry, um, mystery. Mist- Mystery of the year because I didn't see Sunny Boy. You'll probably put Sunny Boy. I in. probably will because there was, I feel like that was the only one that was like a legit mystery. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, instead of just CSS bouncing tits and drugging. Hey, I liked her bouncing tits. Okay? I do too, but that's. <laughs> I feel like the with the mystery of her dead and all that, like it wasn't really satisfying. It wasn't. No, this it wasn't. The end was cute. I didn't mind the end at all. The end was way better to me than the penultimate episode. The penultimate yeah. episode, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, and now she, she could talk to herself through her heart. <laughs> I mean, people do that, but, you know, the, the, uh, I don't know. I don't know. People legit do that. Like, you can have a conversation with yourself. You know, I know, right? but, like, not, like, your heart. Like, your conscious is not the... Well, I mean, you know, they t- they say, you know, people think with their, with their for men, they think with their two heads, you know? <laughs> So hey, you could talk. Maybe you heard. I I I kind of bought that. So is there a way for Siesta to get her physical body? Like where is that? Dead. It's gone. Buried. But did they bury it? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Maybe they cremated I it. Don't... Who knows? No, it, it's like left in the where they were. So at the end, when fucking um, when Kimi and Natsunagi were drinking at the bar, and they're like, hey, after this, you want to go to the hotel room? Like, is he gonna fuck Natsunagi or is he fucking Siesta? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's an orgy because you have Hell, Siesta, and Nagisa in there. Oh my god, bro! I he's mean, hey, fuck, he's gonna fuck the personality out of all. Of them. I hope they do a dojin of oh that. Oh god, and Alicia, fuck. Nah, I hope they do a dojin of that. That would be pretty wicked. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is by now. <laughs> But before that, it's like, oh, there's a murder on the boat or something. Yeah. Did we? They we didn't even get a chance to finish setting sail. What? I said they didn't even get a chance to finish setting sail before their fucking next mystery happened. Yeah, and it felt like that how it ended was like the first episode, like being like Kimmy being dragged while not, while this, all the person's like looking back like with that smile, like Siesta did it to Kimmy. Now you see Nagasaki doing that to Kimmy. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't mind uh, the end. It was just the the whole show as a whole. It, it missed. It was a miss. Watch the 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 the, the case is the chameleon's dead bodies. 
Psh, wouldn't shock me. Like, oh, uh, how did this happen? Uh, I did it. <laughs> For real. Like, oh, season two, episode one. Who's our villain? Turtle. Oh, God. Don't get my deuce. <laughs> I mean, Kumori could escape jail. That guy from the first episode. I guess. I, mean, yeah, I guess. But yeah, we better get some Charlotte background. Like, like, why is she simping for someone that she calls mommy? <laughs> Basically. Like, like, what's the deal here? Did she find her at a BD- BDSM club and just like, choke me? <laughs> hey, you never know. Uh, I mean, with the, or for outfits, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When she was fucking shooting the machine gun, which I thought was fucking so hokey. That was cool. <laughs> I thought it was hokey. I mean, I like, I, I'll take the guns. Just not her. <laughs> I, I was staring at her crotch when she was, like, crouching down shooting. Well, I get her outfit. Yeah, she was in a bunny girl outfit, I think. More essentially. Essentially, it was a bunny girl outfit without the tail and ears. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, I was let down, but it was still better than Nighthead. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm checking the Annie List ratings. I've highest rated. Nighthead got higher than Detective is Dead. Did it really? Yes. Let me see what Analyst said. Uh, Detective is Dead got a 6.4. Nighthead got a 6.7. Mm, and girlfriend, to... girlfriend got hired with a six point seven one. We'll talk about girlfriend, girlfriend next because we'll get I, that later. I love. Uh, we'll talk about it next after this because I love the end. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The lowest rating for spring is DCTM Toromera with a five point five. Didn't watch it. I Endless didn't either. Gave it a sixty two. Endless gave uh, Detective a sixty two, and they gave girlfriend, girlfriend a eighty nine. I'm just kidding. Sixty five. All right, that's fair. So let's move on. Let's talk about girlfriend, girlfriend. All right, uh, the best girl fully appeared and got characters. She's not the best girl to me. The best girl still is Nagisa. I, I still love Sheena. Nagisa's second. Nagisa is second. I mean, bro, we got to see Sheena butt ass naked. Let me hold on. I want to tell a story real quick. Let's tell a story. <laughs> I want to tell a story real quick. So while I was on vacation, for those who didn't listen to episode one, if you listen to episode two, the reason why we have a three week hiatus is because the fact that I was on vacation and it took me a long ass time to catch up on anime. So while I was on vacation, one of the things I did was I went to AEW wrestling. AEW. I went to the Prudential Center. So I, I took my happy ass from Long Island to fucking to Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. It's a lot of travel for those who don't know. It's a three hour or longer like travel time in terms of taking trains and buses and such. So my ass, after I got out of AEW, waiting time to kill for the for the train to go uh, back to the city, um, I decided to try and catch up on girlfriend girlfriend and let me tell you if you have seen the penultimate episode and uh, the finale as well for, if you haven't seen it let me tell you it's edgy as fuck it, it looks with zero context if you're in a public forum with zero context and you see someone laughing at their phone if you happen to be near them and you glance at their phone and you see a naked anime girl it's a bad perception. They're gonna think it's a hentai. They think you, yeah, you're looking at a hentai in public, you fucking creep. That's literally what I thought after the fact. But I'm dying laughing at Shino being butt ass naked in front of Nioya. I'm just dying in the middle yeah. of a fucking train going from Newark to fucking to 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 World Trade Center. And she's like, I don't care. We we need to have this discussion of you being a two timing bitch, bro. And fucking socking when fucking. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. we'll get to that. She pulls his pants. She she pulls Noya's pants down. 
Oh, and they fell I, down, and then she was on top of him. And so wait, hold on. Let me. All right, I want to. Let me explain this. Let me go back. We'll go back a couple episodes. You know, it took about two or three episodes. So let's go back a couple episodes. Um, episode ten, I believe it is. Right. Um, I think it's episode ten or episode eleven. Starts. Um, we leave off basically with Naoya falling into um Rika's uh, hot tub, and so. Um, Rika's like, oh, I'm gonna seduce the shit out of you, and that's how the episode nine ends. Episode ten starts with well, them. That, that that was ten. Oh, that was ten. Okay, so episode eleven is where they start in the tub. Yeah, so the, the penultimate episode is where they start off in the tub. And so when they're in the tub, um, you know, the geese, or not the geese, uh, Rika's like, oh, I'm gonna seduce the shit out of you, and Naya's like, oh, you're gonna make me feel your boobs, and she's like, no, that's like later, and she's like, no, and then she like has like this kind of like epiphany. She's like, listen, I really, really, really want you to like me, so I don't know anything about you. Let's talk, and he's like, no, I gotta find the geese. I gotta find. It. He's like, listen, just give me five minutes. All yeah, I need, I literally five. five minutes. And Nagoya, uh, Nagoya, <laughs> Naoya. Noya uh, relents and he's like, okay, I'll give you five minutes. And they have a productive, nice conversation. They made me like Rika a little bit more, honestly, seeing that conversation. And some shit happens at the end of the five minutes and her towel falls off and he gets kicked out. She's embarrassed because Noah has now seen all of her tits and pussy. Yeah. And so we move on and fucking we keep going and fucking uh, Noah is trying to find Nagisa, trying to find Nagisa and ends up in Shino's hot tub. And so she's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And basically, Shino starts interrogating Noya, and Noya is trying to deny it. And um, like you said, fucking uh, Shino is like telling him all the negatives of being a two timing asshole. Yeah, especially and, a poly relationship. Yeah. yeah, about being in a poly relationship. And, and Noya's like, wow, I never thought about any of that stuff. It's good to keep in mind. Da, 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 da. She's like, but listen, I got to go. And she was like, no, you, you got to let me know. Are you doing this? And she grabs Noya by the pants. Well, and... well, well, first he tells her, like, you're actually a good friend to her, to Saki. <laughs> and this isn't the time. Yeah, like, yeah. And then you see his pants fall down. And then, no, so yeah, they, they have a struggle. They have a struggle. They have a struggle. And then Nagisa. And Saki come into Shino's uh, towel, and yes. they're like, oh, like, and uh, by the way, Noya's like, hey, your towel's falling down. And Shino's like, I don't care. I have less than Saki. You're not going to see anything. <laughs> I made me chuckle. Well, that's the thing. She has a better ass than everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. And so eventually during the struggle, Noya's pants fall off. Shino's towel falls off. And at the moment that Nagisa and Saki show up into Shino's pool looking for Noya, we see a butt-ass naked Shino on top of a Naoya with no visible pants on. And I this this is where I died laughing in the in the in the train. The first thing she's like, it's totally in. <laughs> I like it's lost. not. I lost them on the train. That shit was so funny to me. She's like, it's totally in. And Shino's like, no, it's not. It's not in. And she's like, like why are you having sex with like, her? First someone steals a kiss, and now my best friend is fucking him. <laughs> And then she see uh, Sheena like get off, and he's like, "Oh, he's uh he's clothed." Like, oh, he got his underwear on. But they yeah. digress, and so... and now Sheena finally she's naked in front of everyone else now. Yeah, but like completely butt ass naked, like bro, like like, and you know, Nari is broken. Like, you know, I think of, like, the opposites. I think of, like, girlfriend-girlfriend. Like, you remember girlfriend-girlfriend? Like, this dude was, like, a horny-ass dude, like, constantly jerking off and shit to the thoughts of fucking, of, uh, of Chizuru. Yeah. And we have Noya, who's got, he's seen three women on this trip thus far, none of whom are his girlfriend, but naked. 
and has not gotten hard once. One of those women is on top of him, butt ass naked, pussy on dick, unclothed dick, but on dick. I, I, he's just, he just knows how to contain himself. I guess. He's got no what, bro? Oh my god, like. The power of his virginity is bro, strong. Thinking, like, bro, just me thinking about like me and my past escapades gets me, gets me, gives me a little chub. Like, and this guy's got a whole butt ass naked girl in front of him, on top of him, and doesn't at least pop a wood. Well, that's what happened, <laughs> bro. Then no wonder the birthing rate in Japan is so low. Holy shit! Well, you yeah. got nothing for that one, do you? I, I, I don't. <laughs> ah, got I, I fucking don't. Got him. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Anyway, the end of the girlfriend. Girlfriend is really nice. Basically, um, Nagisa. At the I, end, I have a secret to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep going, Matthew. I thought you were saying let's move on to like a different one. No, no, like, no, 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 we're, no, we're, we're, no, we're still going. We're still going with this. Keep going. It says now you see uh, how uh, Nagisa was before she did Noya. Like it wasn't good at it and stuff. Oh, that's how so, the penultimate episode ends that way, and it begins the finale. It begins. It begins that way. Yeah. Story about how she was a loser and she wasn't good at anything. She's not smart. Until she, she saw Noya and Saki, like Noya's like determination, like I love you, all that type of thing to Saki because yeah. they weren't dating. Yeah. And then uh, say, okay, you tell me how you feel after, like, graduate, like, if we pass, like, as yeah, said, tell me now. This so for some reason lit a fire to content to uh, yeah. This whole caveat though begins and ends with, listen, don't tell Noya what I'm gonna tell you. I'm too hazukashi about it, which means it's embarrassed in Japanese. Yeah, and her stupid ass. Didn't realize that the boy's bathroom is on the other side. Noya is by himself listening. And he heard. Every single word. And of course, Noya, because he's a, a fucking moron too, was like, hey, Nagisa, don't worry about you being stupid or anything. Like, I still love you. And she's like, oh my God, you heard everything. And she uh, fucking takes off like a bat out of hell. Not realizing, by the way, that she got herself in shape by running. So she's actually a pretty good long uh, cross country runner uh, right. by proxy of what happens. And so everybody starts running after Nagisa. Noya's running after Nagisa. Saki's running after Nagisa and Nagoya. Uh, Rika starts running because they pass her. Shino starts running once they pass her. And they all they all start running after Nagisa and Nagoya trying to find out what's going on. And right. fucking eventually they the three girls, they you know, they get tired and whatever. So they end up taking a cab to their ultimate destination. But meanwhile, it's fucking uh, Nagisa and Noya, Nagisa and Nagoya, Nagisa and Noya, Nagisa and Nagoya just running 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 and they're casually talking back and forth back and forth back and forth uh, until eventually of course in front of the beautiful sunset in front of the lake um noya creepily manages to fucking corner nagisa and they have a heart to heart and eventually everybody catches up everything all zelda ends well and shino's like wait are you two timing and then noya's dumbass was like yes (laughs) he's like well uh no no going back now Everybody run and they run and away. Then, no, the, well, yeah, that Nagisa kissed Noya on the cheek in front of Saki. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry in advance, but I'm not being a side bitch anymore, basically. Yeah, and fucking Saki's like, bring it on, bitch. Oh, yeah, the, now they now they fight. They go and fisticuffs. Yeah, now they're really, they're really going at it. Meanwhile, Shino's like, oh my God. But, you know, an interesting part <clears throat> is throughout this, we find out toward the end. So basically, 
after the trip is over, um, they're like, listen, she knows, like, listen, we have to have a conversation. So they go to her house and they have a conversation about what's going on. They accept responsibility, but they're not going to stop. Blah, 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 blah. And Shino at the end was like, you know, I have to stop this for Saki's sake and for my sake so I can forget about the man who loves Saki. And we see basically that Shino has a secret crush on Noya. Yeah. Has a crush on Noya. And then also the the conversation that he has with uh with with uh with Shino about Saki and being her friend and other things. And like basically we see a flashback also of Shino looking at Saki and seeing or sorry, Shino looking at Noya and seeing the determination for Saki, how it moves her as well. Right. So we get that little tidbit as well. Um and so the end basically is uh how basically all the girls are in the shed, including Shino. And they're one big happy orgy. And then they fucked. I mean, I wish we would see that. I hope, you know, you know, it's funny. Speaking of fucking, <clears throat> I managed to see a doujin of girlfriend, girlfriend, and it's pretty graphic. And I'm thinking to myself this whole time, I was like, oh, I wonder if we get to see one for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not girlfriend, girlfriend, for rent a girlfriend. Right. And I hope we get to see one for girlfriend, girlfriend. That's what I mean. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, this overhaul, yeah, yeah, this was funny. This was funny. Like, you know, I was I, I, much better than Rent a Girlfriend. It was much better. I agree. Way better than Rent a Girlfriend. I laughed way exponentially more. Um, there are parts of the show that really bothered me, but then there are other parts that like, like I said, it really popped me. The ending, the last two episodes, last three episodes were fucking phenomenal. The best parts of the series are the last three episodes. Right. Um, and it was very solid. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, much better, much better girls. Um Anoya, he's creepy, but also I just you know, he, he's very he's very determined. He's just I'll, I'll talk about it. We'll t- I'll talk. He's no, he's he's creepy. He's fucking creepy. Well, that's we'll it, talk about it. We'll talk about it all. during the awards. Yeah, we'll talk about it. During. All right, uh, but again, I definitely I definitely enjoyed this one. Uh, where are we now? Which one do we want to do? Um, we've got girlfriend, girlfriend. We've got Shikageki. We've got uh, uh, not Aquatope. The detective. Um, um, just a quick reminder for anybody that, that's listening now. Um, again, I'm still behind on Boruto, um, Aquatope, and Scarlet Nexus, so we're not doing those because of the fact that those yeah. are continual into the fall season. So we'll pick up. Hopefully, I'll catch up, and we'll pick up. Hey, if, he, if, if he somehow if he is somehow caught up by Aquatope by before the awards, we can talk about it briefly. Yeah, that's the next one on my list. I'm gonna try and catch up on Aquatope so that hopefully by Monday, as we record Monday, we can maybe talk about it. Um, but in any case, let's go with Realist Hero. <clears throat> All right. Um, this got a bit better. I liked it. No, I, I liked it too. Like I feel like it was just average during the beginning, but now it just that was like like now I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked it. It was very solid. Like, Soma get showing some fucking balls. He did. <laughs> but like, like, hey, I could actually be this ruthless guy and during this uh battle. <laughs> and uh he what was that guy's name? The aircraft one. The what? The, the one of the council guys, the you used to have the Air Force guy? Yes. Um, I don't know, like Fernando or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, no, basically, who gives a shit? But uh, he, he, he lost quite easily, apparently. Yeah, he, he had no shot. He had no shot. But it was due to, of course, his, his cunning. So. Yeah, and, uh, and he's like, hey, uh, now you have this slave collar. Everyone got slave collars. You get a slave collar. You get a slave collar. Right, you and everybody gets a slave collar. Car, I, and then yeah, like I, he lost. Like the air force is all mine. Hey, can you give the order to go attack this base? 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you got it. And uh, you see Carmine, who was actually disappointed. <laughs> it says, like, I, I was expecting him to be in action. And the fact we didn't get that was a bit of a letdown. Well, this show, you know, I've gotten to and I accept the fact that this is an isekai that won't provide you action. And I'm okay with that because we have so many isekais that do give us great action. Yeah, but I, I want to see him do something instead of just saying, hey, you all have state colors though because you want to use civilians as a sacrifice. Fuck you guys. I mean, dude, like, I'm okay with, with Soma just being fucking smart as shit. He's like Shikamaru, bro. If we're talking about Naruto and Bar- yeah, no, him, I'm fine. I was, I was talking about just the Carmine guy. That's it. Oh, dude, Carmine. Yeah, he kind of. Oh, yeah, he just rolled over like a puppy. Yeah, is that, uh, that's what I was talking about. He's like a fucking cub. Oh, okay. that, that's what I was talking about. I, I wasn't talking about the image. I was just talking I about you talking, him. I think you're talking about the show. Sorry. My bad. No, no, I was just talking about him. My apologies. My apologies. Yeah, because I was like, I, I was like, okay, I'm ready to see him fight. What's he gonna do? And he's just like, yeah. he just turns over, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I ain't fighting. Like, but then we okay. find out why, though. What? You find out why he did that. There is a reason. There's a reason, but it's just like, come on, this big burly guy. I want to see if I li- li- Lucius. Yeah, you think he'd go like full beast mode or something? Like go, right, or he'd next... go lion. He'd go lion. Yes. Yeah, so you go Beauty and the Beast on Lucia. Like she'll be the bell. Nope. Not quite. Uh oh well. But it was good. Like I said. No, it was it was definitely great. It was great. And the end of the episode is very nice. Basically, Soma thinking ahead because he's a genius is like, you know, they're like, oh, but you realize with this pact and they that, that uh, the kingdom um, is a assignee of this like non-aggression pact. And um, the, the kingdom where Soma's in control of was not. And so he's like, yeah, I'm aware of that. He's like, eventually the empire will come for me and come for us. So let's just, you know, do our best. Let's, you know, whatever. And we'll cross that bridge when they go. And so we get a yeah. nice wholesome episode um, for the finale. And it's basically of, um, of what's her face? Um, Juma, Jonah, um, Juna, Juna, um, Soma, and um, the little uh, beast girl that can speak to, to, to demons. Tomo. Is it Tomo? Yeah, Tomo. Um, they go out on like a nice little family gathering and, you know, they go around the village and, you know, do like, you know, like Soma likes to like do like, you know, his like little surveillance and stuff. Not realizing, by the way, that the princess uh, of the people that he just like defeated is still in the village, still in hiding um, with her with her uh, financial director and things of that nature. But we digress. Basically, um, after this nice moment, um, they lay um, Tomo down. She takes a nap and they are brought uh, they are confronted rather by the head of like at some like special division another kingdom yeah yeah from the empire and the woman is the 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 younger sister of the of the queen and they have like a very good back and forth very good back and forth between her and soma they both even though they're they have different views they share a lot of similar ideas even if they're like fundamental views are different and so um it was very nice to see like a very a back and forth between two educated people and we get confirmation basically that um again soma was a human sacrifice at the very beginning of the show um there his only purpose was to be given to the um to the empire however the empire requested that they do the hero um, that they do the hero summoning and said that that would suffice thinking like, oh, it will never happen. It would never happen. But it was the empire that was the actual ones that told the, the kingdom that they could do that. So 
at the behest of them is why Soma's there. And Soma's like, you know what? It's fine. You know, what's done is done. And besides, I found a family that I want to protect, which is very, very kind. It was a very, very nice moment that he shared. And so they're like, oh, we're going to negotiate. Like, well, we're going to negotiate. Well, good luck. Like, yep, hopefully you're not bad. Likewise. And then that's basically the end of the season. Um, It was announced at the after the season that a part two will happen in winter 2022. So it'll happen right. in January for us. So that'll be great. I'm looking forward to that tremendously and like i said um before it's just you know i'm very happy that this is such a very a unique take on isekai and i appreciated it sure it's light on action but i mean dude we had fucking slime this season i got plenty of i got plenty of action through slime i got plenty of action through sukumichi honestly at the end too so um this didn't need to be one of those like oh my god right. crazy powers like this guy is fucking a genius that's how he's open no, no, i i definitely i definitely liked how he was uh i do wish uh i saw more of the other characters like poncho tomo uh some of them were annoying sure i i, I know but i was like yeah, i we wanted saw, uh, we saw a lot of alicia so fucking yeah we right. well, was, and, and the strategist guy what was his name um i don't know but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i hope they do an episode on him yeah, like, I, I, I want a little he's, more he's instead of just Poncho being this food guy and Tomo just, hey, I can talk to the demons and I know what they say. Okay, we're adopting you and fuck off. Get that backstory probably as the as the show draws to a close or as it gets into like the. the... Uh, I, I'm hoping to see that. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get we'll get yeah. we'll get her story. But yeah, we don't get much on Poncho and we don't get much on um on the minister, uh, the black minister, as they call them. Right. Uh, that's where I was like, kind of like, what the shit? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Like, I, 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 I wanted more of these guys except for uh, Juno and the elf wanted to get into his pants. <laughs> I hope they fuck. I do hope. That'd be great. I'm sure they will fuck. I have no doubt they'll fuck. Man. And then, you know, it's funny. That they're like, oh, we we're hoping during the negotiation the queen or would, you know, be able to seduce you. Go ahead and make the, the queen and, and me your concubines, too. So he's, he might end up with the seven concubines. Right, right. We, we no, will see. It, it was great. It was it was a, it was a good end. I was very very happy with that. It was a very, you know, it felt like a mediocre anime, and it closed better than I expected. And, right. You know, I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, anyway, let's let's get to some good shit. <laughs> let's get to some good shit, dude. Let's. Uh, Duke of Death. The best romance of the year. Oh my the year. God. The before year. before we get to that finale, let's just talk about Wait, was Hori Mia twenty twenty one? What? Was Hori Mia twenty twenty one? Yeah, that was winter. All right, I can't I don't it can't go over Hori Mia. But one of the best it's one of it's the top it's in the top three of romances of the season. But the, I couple wise I I like exactly romance of the season. Could be very fun tricky. <laughs> With what? Ah uh, no, it's it beat remake, and I love remake. I've been talking about remake on all of our podcasts. No, no, no. I no. I talk about as a as a as a show, or talk about just in terms of romance. No, in terms of like the romance aspect. Oh no, no nothing was going to top it this season. Yeah, dude, it's got the ship of the year. It's got the best boy and girl, in my opinion, of the fucking year. Right. You know, sorry. Oh. Guess another spoiler alert. I guess who I I told you who my best. Boy avoid is. this. Avoid the spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I'm just giving them giving them away. You I'm give like, away the candy. The stop with the candy, man. I know. I'm giving it away like fucking ten layer cake at a fucking wedding right now. Yeah, let's let's not. But yeah, it. I mean, dude, it's got. You know, I, honestly, I was very very surprised at how strong this finished. I get. Uh, you know, no, I I was about to ruin something else. Let me not say. I won't go. I'll get into that on Monday. 
but yeah, it's finished fucking tremendously strong. I thoroughly loved it, and the end made me cry. You know, it's easy to make. Me cry. Well, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll get to that, but fucking Zane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he is. Like, like he almost he almost like he's like trying to sabotage Bochan and Alice is like, hey, but we he got had this. to because he was blackmailed with fucking cuffs and, right? and relationship. Cap- I get exactly. And then, uh, well, before that, uh, Viola basically runs away from home. No, so before that, before that even happens, let's let's back up. So, at the very beginning of episode 11, we'll go over, like I said, penultimate and then finale. At the beginning of episode 11, uh, Viola and um, Winston? What's the brother's name? Walter. Walter. So, Viola and Walter are going through old stuff in the main house, trying to find any cure they can help with Bochan, you know, relieving him of his curse. Something that uh, uh, Viola ac- actually finds is an old log from around the time that Bochan got cursed. <clears throat> and so she brings it over. Um, she has a disagreement with her mother. And like uh, like Matthew said, she decides to run away. And she runs over to the house. Oh, and by the way, we also find out that um, fucking Walter snitched out her sister. Yeah. The and told her like this yeah is why this is why he's second best and yeah snitch out is just like oh yeah she's been going over to bochan's house and that comes into play in a little bit but anyway viola goes over to bochan's house gives alice the uh the the book she starts thumbing through it and there's a piece in the book that catches her eye as she's reading uh parts of it to rob yeah it was the maid book <laughs> yeah and it shows it was like oh my mother's handwriting and she reads what her mother wrote it said, oh, um, I was visited by two witches in white clothes and masks. Um, and basically they're describing um, Dalith and another witch. Right. And so um, Dalith is using, I think, a cat, one of the cats to as yeah. surveillance and finds out about what Alice just found out. And so she's like, all right, it's time for me to make my move. So she calls in Zane. Tell Zane, like, listen, I need you to get rid of that book. And she's like, oh, well, you know, those are my friends. I don't want to fuck up my friends. It's like, hey, are you, you going to wear this? He's like, hey, you like cuff? Or? He's like, hey, you like cuff? Yeah, say goodbye to her if you don't. Like, fuck, all right. So he goes over there, does, like, his little secret covert mission, and Bolchan finds him as he's about to destroy the book. And he tells Bolchan everything about what he's doing. And he mentions, like, you know, she's watching us right now. But she, one of the downfalls of her trait is she can't, hear what we're talking about so here's what i'm gonna do and zane decides to use his magic and he's like listen no only cuff has ever seen my magic and now you don't tell anybody about my magic i don't like my magic don't talk about it okay yeah so he burns the book he burns the book in front of peace and he keeps a piece and he said as long as i have a piece of what i destroyed i can bring it back to its original state whenever i feel like it we're gonna let the heat die down and then i'll bring it back for you and we'll see what's up like okay, he's and like that, that I need to be upset. upset, right? He's like ah, he's like that's good. Also, <laughs> Viola likes slapping tits. Yeah, she likes touching tits. It's like so soft. Viola, so soft. <laughs> and she like she just slapped her around. I was like <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, so she she just loves the tits. And also, the mom's <laughs> like, hey, you dress like a tramp. <laughs> basically so fuck you bitch anyway so as we said walter at the end of episode 11 walter snitches out um viola at the behest of his mother who put pressure on him and so this causes uh mother to invite bochan to the main estate and this is the first time that his mother has made contact with him since the curse 10 years yeah 10 years so bochan was like six i think was he like six or five i think no i thought he was eight he was eight oh so he's 18 
I'm surprised. Bochan doesn't look 18 at all. I guess maybe that's why they get away with some of the sexual stuff because he's 18. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. So. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. yeah Bochan and Alice are 18. Yeah. Bochan and Alice are 18. Awesome. So. <laughs> so that's the, the end of the penultimate episode. The the finale, though. Woo! That finale was wicked. Yeah. Um, Bochan was nervous. Like, I don't know if I. Yeah, like, he like he wanted to delay seeing his mother because again it's been so long. It's like wanted and, to see her when he broke the curse, and he's also like, listen, since I'm gonna see my mother, I'm gonna ask her to that we're gonna get married, and that puts even more pressure. But and you know we honestly, I love this so much. We see the resolve of Bochan, we see the love and support of Alice, and from the get go, from the episode twelve, there was immediate tension um and you can just see the resolve and the fear in both of them for the sake of their love god damn i felt that i felt that so fucking much so they go to the um they go to the estate and wait hold on did the thing with dollar happen at the end of episode 11 or 12 11 11 so we skipped over a part and that's super critical um right, so dollar <laughs> dollar um takes off her mask once she sees that the book is destroyed and bochan's upset she takes her mask off stops looking and she walks away from her altar i guess she's like in some devil's altar so she walks yeah. away from the altar takes off her mask she's a really pretty woman she's got yeah. scars on her face but she's a very pretty woman and she's like well she's like i guess she says something basically to a coffin and she opens the coffin and she's like isn't this like a wild like scenario my dear sharon and we see Alice's mom in uh in rest. Dead in that coffin. In the coffin. She's basically in rest as, you know, like a state of rest, you know, if, as they've passed. So Dalith owns fucking Alice's mom's corpse. Right. Super crazy. <clears throat> and so um another piece of that comes into play momentarily as I'll get into. So basically, um they go to the estate after a snowstorm um they get there late and bochan sees his mother his mother's like oh well, well, well first uh walter and Viola <laughs> greet him outside and it's like and then walter admitted hey um i'm the one that told mom yeah so you're here because and, i snitched out and, the old and, man and, and yeah and he, and he apologizes yeah and he's like it's okay you know he's like, fucking... it's like it's really no big deal and then yeah, it's no big deal like this is gonna happen eventually and so alice is like hey i'm gonna go catch up with the other the, the other maids and they, they treat her like a whole child they love her they loved her mother like it's very nice she has a very nice happy interaction with everybody there meanwhile bolchan as she's being led to his mother um she's walking with alice and and walter he's walking with alice and walter and all the maids oh, and walter see, Viola, sorry, Viola and Walter, yeah. So they're all uneasy, they're scared, they're disgusted by him because they're fearful of his curse. Um, and, and it makes Bolchan uneasy, but he understands. He's been he's used to this, so it is what it is. And the fact he's been gone for so long. <clears throat> yeah, so he sees his mother briefly. His mother's like, oh, it's good to see you. It's late. We'll talk tomorrow. And then fucking leave. And um, that's that. Didn't get a chance and to see. And the mother before. sees Alice. So he's like, Sharon? And he's like... Like you see her, like yeah. I can like, no, this is her daughter, Alice, and she's upset. And yeah. so, um, you find I, out she hasn't been easy. Like, yeah, and she basically said, that, yeah, they've said that ever since Sharon died, ever since her mother died, um, uh, Bolchan's mother's changed, and she's gotten darker, colder, worse, you know, mean, etc. Um, the next day though is really, really, really critical to this story. Before that was dinner, before dinner, um, Bochan and Viola go to the spot 
where Bolchan was cursed in the main in the main estate. It's in front of a grave, and they show the scene as a flashback, as like kind of like a, a, a re like a retail, like a retail of the story. And we see it, and we see the woman curse um Bolchan. And you can tell from who the woman is at the moment that they replay the event, it's Dalith. So yeah. it's not a matter of the witch being dead. It's a matter of Dalith being the witch that cursed Bolchan because of something with Sharon at this point, which is insanity. So they're going to figure that out eventually, I'm sure, when they when they piece together that book again. Yeah, it's a wild-ass ride. And so basically, as they're walking, um, Bochan's mother's there, tells Viola, like, stand away from your brother. He's dangerous. You're going to die. And then it, tells Bochan, like, did he hurt you? Dinner. So they go to dinner, um, and basically his mother's like, hey, you have until March. You have, a, uh, like, six months. You have the end until the end of winter to break this curse. If you don't, I'm naming Walter the head. Like okay, and yeah, that's like fine. that's it. You can go after dinner, and then some. What happened that necessitated like her is um. Oh no, I know. So basically, he's like, oh um, mother, I want to tell you something. And she goes, what? Like, oh, you've met Alice, right? And she goes, yeah, she's a pretty girl. Reminds me of her mother. I loved her mother. And she's like, yeah, and you know, uh, and fucking. He starts simping. <laughs> he starts simping his dick off to fucking to to, to his mother about fucking about Alice. Yeah. And he's like, I want to get married. And his mother like, all over that dream and is like, oh, you're still the potential head of this family. You can't love anybody you want. You're not free to live your life. Your life is dictated by your family. Da, 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 da. And, and he gets mad. <laughs> Bochan goes the fuck off on his mother. And it was stupendous. It was. And he was like, amazing. what do you know? You know nothing. Like, she was there for me while I was all alone. You did yeah. nothing. And not treating my siblings like objects. We're not objects. We're people. Like, it was fabulous. And she's like, I'm leaving. And fucking snatches his fucking coat and hat. And, and even out. Walter and Viola walk him out. So like, Let's, we'll walk him out. We'll walk him out. And at first, like the mother's like, I can't believe this motherfucker. And then she starts smiling. She's like, that little timid boy had the nerve to talk to, back to me. My, has he grown? And it made yeah. his mother like happy in a twisted way. Like his. Yeah, even uh, even Walter was smiling when. And uh, Alice was like, "Hey, let's go to your home." And then she was. And then Bochan was like, "No, let's go to our home." <laughs> our home. And she starts blushing. And then there is an after credit. They're they're playing cards. Uh, Rob, Bojan, and uh, Alice. Yeah. Uh, they eventually led to just Alice and Bojan together. Uh, and Bojan like, like I'm going to prove my love to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to break this curse no matter yeah. what it takes. Yeah. Because he tells her like I told my mother I want to marry you and she didn't like it or whatever and you know. And then he passed out and you see Alice like tuck him in while he's sleeping sitting up. And she said, I love you, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I cried. I cried during that. It was so beautiful. That whole scene, like, it just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fanboy about it on Monday. Because, um, I, you know, me and romance animes, I'll definitely talk about it. But, um, yeah, dude, the way, just, like, the look. There was the, the constant facials that they gave each other. <laughs> facials. The constant facials they gave each other, like, the, the, the expressions that were drawn were so pertinent to the emotions that they wanted to draw out of the viewer and they succeeded i mean goddamn i felt i felt pain when i saw their face i saw i felt happiness and 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 that, that calm of being with, like i understood that and it was like it was moving like i didn't expect duke to move me at the end the way it did it was fucking great 
it it was great. It it was great. It's definitely for me the number three anime of the year yeah. behind our last two that we're gonna talk about. Uh, okay. Uh, before we, I get to that, I'm gonna say this. Can people shut the fuck up about how it's animated? I don't know why people. You know, so you know something. I, 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 I don't. I don't mind CG 3D type anime if it works with what the yeah. story is and if it looks good. Berserk, this, I understand. Berserk Tim was awful. Burton, this reminded me of Tim Burton so much, and it worked. Yes. It fucking worked. It was great. It is one of the pieces that makes it so unique. It, it was it was great. The, the season was great. It, it was I can't find anything bad about this season or about not sorry that episode that season that, that, that uh, look I again like I people hate like it for like most of these fans like it has to be the regular old school two D animation nothing else no CG no three D no stills oh it's just it's like shut the fuck up. It worked. I probably would have liked it, it a little less if it was 2D. It worked well with what with these characters. It was great. It it, it made it unique. It made it very unique. And it, it's gonna be. I think Aquatope wins in terms of animation. I would say because just because the way that's animated was stupendous. But do yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that Monday. Out. But yeah, it, yeah. this is probably probably my favorite 3D type animation. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I, I would agree. I saw Cespus and I thought that was okay. And Duke yeah. of Death blows Cespus out like, the water. It, like, it, both, like, it was, it was clean. It was smooth. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Like, it wouldn't. Again, I don't think all that would have worked in two D, especially with uh, how Alice likes to tease Bochan. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't hit. It just doesn't hit. And you know, even if it does, it's stuff we've already seen. Yeah, like, like not again. Like it's, it's not. That's because it's a preferred thing. Doesn't mean it should be. How it should be animated for everything. Yeah, because you're gonna want something different, like uh, the Ghibli film, uh, Tale of Princess Kaguya. That was all watercolor, mm. and that was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. It fit that story. If it fits the story of what's told, just enjoy it. Jesus Christ! Like same with uh, yeah. House Husband. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, when I first started watching the show, I I would make a point like, oh, it's CG, it's CG, it's CG, and then eventually, as the show got better and we started seeing more from the from the anime, I didn't care. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at all. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think about it one bit until I wrote my my review for it for my 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 uh, what's it called my my anime Instagram. That right. was when I started noticing, like, yeah, it's 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 CGI. It will remind you of Tim Burton. It's the animation is really clean, smooth, all that, blah blah blah, etc. So, um, hey, this I would great. not mind as a live action series, even if um, uh, even if Tim Burton does no, I you don't have to worry about whitewashing or anything like that. Like, if you can get someone that works in that haunted type gothic romance s ordeal, you can make it work. You actually can. I don't know, but. Again, but people really don't. That's the problem. Yeah. If if the right person had it, yeah, like like Tim Burton, like definitely Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, but Tim Burton doesn't do Japanese, as far as we know. Well, he peed, so. Yeah. So. Anyway, I loved it. It was stupendous. Absolutely fantastic stuff. I. It was really good. At the beginning at the very end is like it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Analyst.co gave it a 74%. And uh, 7.6 on my anime list. About right. I would have given right. it a solid 8. Here point. we get to the great final two. <laughs> the great final two. You know, you want to know something? And I'll say this about one more thing about Duke of Death. 
Um, I enjoyed remake. Of course, I enjoyed remake. Duke of Death hit harder for me, I think, at the end than remake did. Yeah, uh, we'll get, we'll I, get into it. I, I'm gonna talk. Actually, we'll, we'll we'll get to remake now. Actually, but uh, I'm gonna talk about stuff I liked and then stuff I had a little problem with. But we'll get to it. It's not big. It's just more with of, remake. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll 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 go with remake. Okay. I was gonna go with. I was like saying Duke of Death because it's funny, but it doesn't hit the same as remake. But that's fine. We can go with remake. Yeah. All right, let's let's get to remake. <laughs> oh, man, I just you know it. What did we talk about last time? We talked about um, was it Kyoya hitting rock bottom? That was the last time we yeah. Left last off? time we talked about it was uh, basically when uh, Sur- Suryuki leaves school and all their efforts were for nothing, and then he wakes up and, and uh, oh, everyone lost their passion. Yeah, no, he didn't realize that till after the fact. He wakes up and he I know, but I'm saying, but we, we, this time we, we still talked about it. No, we I don't think so, dude. We did. I, no, no, that was the last thing. Did we? Yeah, we talked about how Nako stopped singing. Mm. You know, Aki stops doing arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minori didn't do arts. Yeah, yeah so, that was where we left off. We we didn't go to after. Okay, so let's yeah. start with after. Basically, um, Noya is still being dependent Kyoya. on. Kyoya. God damn it. Yeah. I'm tired. It's fucking late. I, I know. We're almost done. We're almost done. We got two left. Yeah. So um Kyoya um is still being relied on in his in this life and heavily. And so and he, telling, and he was telling the boss, like, hey, this is, all this is gonna work. I actually had a backup plan. Because we have to back up because Kawasagawa is in some shit with their development and basically the boss is a dick and wants things done his way instead of realizing and he wants it done like on back. schedule, like, like yeah. no no pushback, don't yeah. care how bad it sucks. is. Like this and we re- and Kyoya like mentions like yo, the system sucks, it's doomed for failure. We really, if we want to do our system, we have to do it right, or we shouldn't do it at all. And the director's like, I don't give a fuck. And so they do it. The project goes to shit. And it's not Kyoya's fault. It all falls on Kawasagawa, because Kawasagawa's team is the one that's dealing with it. Yeah, the program. And so as part of the ramifications of it, people are basically, you know, the, the typical Japanese um, sad work environments like they're working overtime they're not you know they're getting paid but they're overstressed overworked you know they're falling asleep at their desks the morale is complete and absolute shit and at least a lot of glitches and bugs yeah and so it's a terrible fucking time and so um kyoya basically finds it within his soul like at first he's like i don't want to help her i don't want to help her because he starts realizing the reason why um, these people lost their passion is because of the fact that in their previous life, they didn't have Kyoya. They figured out their problems on their own or they had somebody else to help them. And so when they, re- they be- Kyoya realized that he became everyone's crutch. He became like they couldn't make their decisions on their own, especially people like Nanako and Suryuki, who he affected so much. And then we also get, as we learn, like, well, I'll, I'll get to that. That's fine. But in any case, um, Basically, he doesn't want to help. He wants to, you know, and people start asking him for more help. Like, he, he tries to be dependent, and he starts backing away, and it shocks everyone. But then he really, it really, he realizes that's not his character. His character isn't to to shy away. It's to, you know, it's to be there for people. It's to, you know, find a way. Kyoya's character is like the epitome of like a, a, a Asta or a, a Naruto of like the never give up, never say die, mara, 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 you know, like, you know, it's that's Kyoya in a nutshell. It's, you know, finding a way. And so he fires up and he stands up to his boss. 
And he says, no, we're going to fucking find a way. He didn't say fucking. He said, we're going to find a damn way. Um, and so that's how that episode, uh, the penultimate episode ends. Uh, episode- before that, before that, though, mm-hmm. uh, he was watching an email of Naoko coming back to sing it. Yes, as well. That also helped motivate him. Like, yeah, like, I, I, I'm mad at him. Like, I don't forgive him, but he helped me. And yeah. she started, I'm going to actually sing again. Because I, that would kind of, like, hurt him. Because he helped me. And if I, I should, like, I, she wants to return that favor, essentially. Yeah, and that and that helps motivate him and helps him realize everything that I kind of laid out. And so, then we get to... And then we get to the finale, which is a, a very good finale. Well, before that, um, again, he stands up to his boss... Okay, like I had the backup plan. I bought all this stuff. It fits the budgets. Yeah, I had this new server, really good server. It's a lot better. No bugs. This guy came in, like, hey, I'm gonna type, plug it in, type it in. Game's basically almost ready. <laughs> yeah, basically they're like, oh, we're gonna spend time. You're gonna, we're gonna have the public apology. We're gonna give everybody ten times the rewards they were getting as a sorry. Um, and everyone's gonna take two days off. And the boss loses his shit, loses his shit, loses his shit, loses his shit. And then it's like, hey, uh, like when you hired me, like you trusted me. Yeah. And I wouldn't go this far without you trusting me, ordeal. Yeah, he's like, I like to think you're reasonable. And the yeah. boss is like, fine, do what you must. And he, so Kyoya saves Ka- Kawasagawa's ass. And there's a conversation and that will come into play later on in this episode. Um, but it happens in episodes, I believe, 10 or 11, um, as they have this talk. Um, Kawasagawa and Kyoya as they're having a lunch break together. And, you know, she Kawasagawa says... Yeah, the, like, lunch, the lunch break was... Um... Might have been episode ten when Kyoya was trying to figure out his bearings yeah, with his job. Nine or ten. Yeah, uh, well, I think ten though. It was ten. It was ten. So, okay. um, she mentioned uh, Kawasagawa mentions like I want to go on a vacation and run away to Okinawa, and that that we'll leave that as it stands. She basically wants to run away and yeah. leave and go to Okinawa. So, um, another piece, um, I'm neglecting to mention is that, um, fuck. What the fuck? I just had it in my head. And I the just... other artist? or Yeah, the other artist. Uh, so, Ayaka. Ayaka. So the other artist mentions, and Kyoya recognizes, we know in episode 9 or 10, recognizes the art that inspired her because it's Shinoaki's art. And so one of the critical pieces to get the game functioning is he, she, he goes over to speak to Ay, uh, Ayasaka, and um, they have the same conversation, and he gives her a printout of... Um, one of the original art of um from Harusora, which is the the the, the doujin game that they made. And so um she's like, I know this is exactly what you know motivated you because I know the person who motivated you and blah 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 blah. And it, she helped he helped stoke those flames for her. Um and so they get everything under track, everything is good. And then in the meeting they they have a meeting, like a mini meeting, and um they find out, yeah, Kawasagawa was going on a trip to, to Okinawa. And fucking Kyoya freaks the fuck out because he's like, oh, she's quitting. I fucked up again. I can't believe it. You know, I just tried to help her. And instead, I've ruined her. She didn't get a chance to figure it out. He runs after her, runs after her, runs after her. Come to find out, like, she canceled her flight because, you know, she saw Kyoya. And so her and Kyoya sit down, have coffee. And they have a very powerful and intimate, like, heart to heart. And during this heart to heart, Kawasagawa confesses her love to Kyoya, which takes everybody by surprise. Right. But 
Kyoya opens up in, in a way that he hasn't opened up to anybody before because he trusts Kawasagawa as kind of like a best friend and, and intellectual. Yeah, like he like how he felt like a failure, like he yeah. ruined everyone. Yeah, he felt like he ruined everyone and all the stuff. And Kawasagawa was very, very poignant, very strong and powerful and made Kyoya realize, like, listen, like, and they beat, not to mention, he, she, she did beat her with a purse. But <laughs> um, she mentioned, like, listen, you were struggling and suffering this whole time and because you were worried about everybody else you neglected yourself had i known or had you expressed this to me at the time that you were feeling it i would have done everything i possibly could to help you because you've done everything you possibly could to help everyone else and we should recognize that and it, it really opens up Kyoya's eyes to how he took everything on on his own he made himself seem like this hero like you know, and he that was a lot of things that he mentioned. He's like, Oh, like I'm just doing stuff to be self-fulfilling. I'm not doing anything to help anybody at the end of the day. When by reality, that's false. He really was helping these. He was doing this out of the kindness of his heart. He was doing it for the sake of of trying to make, you know, everyone's lives, not only himself, but everybody's lives better. He just learned to realize that sometimes it's just best to to not put your nose where it wasn't to begin with. Yeah, which is a valuable lesson, but in this instance, it backfires again. So during the conversation, like I said, Kawasagawa says how much she loved him for like all the things that he did, blah blah blah. Like ran down a list of everything of why she loved him, and you know she's like, wait, forget what I just said. Too much information. You didn't need to know that. It was. And now I'm going on vacation. And now I'm going on vacation. But um, as she leaves uh, on her vacation, uh, Kyoya is sitting on a bench at the airport. And is visited by um, fuck Keiko, Keiko, Keiko san, and that's the end of the penultimate episode. Now we get to the finale. <clears throat> the finale is they have a heart to heart about the circumstances in which they had, um, what led them to this point. And he tells Keiko, Kyoya tells Keiko, I want to go back, I want to fix everything, I want to do it right, I want to, you know. Like, like, I, I, I want to struggle. I want to. Yeah. And then Keiko, uh, Keiko tells her, like, yo, you're going to struggle. Like, you know, you've got a good life. You got what you wanted. I sent you back in time for you to be successful. And you're successful. You've got a beautiful wife. You've got a beautiful daughter. You're successful. You've got friends. This is what you wanted. And Kyoya's like, not a, not like this. I didn't want this if I, the golden generation isn't going to exist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did not want it to be easy. <laughs> Yeah, and so Keiko's like, okay, I'll do it. And as she's about to do it, he's like, wait. He's like, I appreciate everybody here, but there's somebody I want to say goodbye to. Let's hold off. And she's like, okay. And so and then Shido Aki drew. I'm again. getting there. I've got to. Yeah. You got to build it up, Matt. You got to build yeah. it up, yeah. especially <laughs> for this because I'm I'm so passionate about this. About All right, fine. Got to build it up. He goes home. You know, Tadaima Hokkaido Nasai. You know, and um. What's it called? Uh, Shino Aki's daughter, um, Kyoya's daughter, was like, "Hey, mommy's a good drawer. I just found out." And she's like, "Oh, really?" And he shows, she shows him a, a drawing she did, and it's beautiful. And um, she's like, "Wait, look, there's more." And Shino Aki's like, "Oh, you showed him already?" And Kyoya's like shocked, and he breaks down and he hugs them, and she's like, "Oh, Papa, are you okay?" Like, Kyoya, are you okay? And he's like emotional, and it's a very, a very emotional scene. And so we come to find out that. Basically, Shinoaki, after the conversations they had, discovers her love for drawing again, and she can't wait to draw. As in the final night that Kyoya is with her and 
his daughter, um, they lay in bed. His daughter's asleep, and Shinoaki's just bleeding her soul out to him about how much she wants to draw, how much she's excited, how she wants to rediscover her passion again, how she's not going to be around like she was before. And Kyoya's like, that's fine. I'm going to support you however I can because, you know, you deserve it. They share a nice, like, intimate <laughs> kiss together. Like, small kiss, nothing sexual, just, you know, kiss on the forehead. Kyoya definitely made a run for best man there at that point. But the next day comes, he leaves, and they have a final goodbye and they don't realize it, but they're, you know, this, this life is going to change. They're not going to see like this, this isn't going to happen. So he says, you know, I'm off and they're like, have a good day. Good luck. And so he goes to a park, meets Keiko, Keiko, like, and they have one more final heart to heart where Keiko tells Kyoya, like, listen, like, you're not a bad guy. Like you, we gave you this power. You've done everything that you could do. That you thought was right, you did it right. Um, it's just circumstances led you to where you're at now. Um, you didn't profit off of your power. You could have gone back. I, I thought about that too at multiple points. Like, why doesn't he just fucking like invest in some shit that's like new and then hit it super rich? But he never did. He used his power for good. He wasn't an asshole or anything like that. He, you know, as much as he says, like, oh, like, you know, you think Keiko's like, you think that you're going back in time because you know like what the future holds and you're like this cheat code and you're a fake hero. Like, no, like you're a legitimately good guy and you know, you're doing everything that needs to be done right. And you're going to do it right one more time because that's the type of person you are. And I believe in you very, very supportive, very, very nice. I would, you know, and we'll talk about this. I guess, well, I'll bring it up now. I really wish they would have gone more in depth and maybe if they get a season two, which I'll get into momentarily, we can go in depth on who Keiko is and how this came to be. Because yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that when you're done raving over there. Yeah, so they, he goes back in time. Um, apparently, Kyoya in back when he goes back in time passes out. Um, from stress and sadness after. Yeah, he um, he basically he woke up where he left off. Yeah, he woke up where he left off, and Kyoya's emotional. He's like, I'm the Daima. Tells everyone, you know, I'm home. I'm back, and um, everyone's like, oh, Hokkaido Nasai, welcome home, welcome back. Um, and everyone's upset about Suryuki, and he takes what he learned in his past life, um, or in his future life back here. He's like, listen, we got to focus on the future. We miss him, but we got to focus on us. But he slowly starts seeing like the things that happened. They're starting to occur. Um, basically, he forces Nanako to make a decision about you know being solo. Where yeah. before Kyoya would always support her, always do stuff for her. And he's like, I don't know. She doesn't know. I don't know. I want you to tell me what to do. Kyoya's like, no, you should figure this out on your own. And it upsets Nanako, but he does it for her sake. And she ends up coming out better for it at the end of the day. And she's right. going with herself, which is good. Meanwhile, though, Shinoaki is facing and the whole reason why shinwaki stops drawing by the way is because of the fact that during the game um he basically shunned shinwaki's opinions even though they were better and it should have been done they couldn't be done in time for the project to have been a right. success for like, sure like he was yeah this is why he was that, more focused on that, time like his boss yeah was. and that pseudo affected shinwaki that subtly affected her for her to like like lose her passion because she didn't get what she wanted not because she's like a fussy bitch or anything like that just it's snuffed the fact that her, she, she couldn't express herself yeah it's enough to create her creativity and she fell into a rut and so kyoya's basically like idea is to get her to draw get her to draw get her to draw get her to draw and we don't at this juncture see that at the present time but um 
she still does draw. It's just not like the same. Um, she, so, she's 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 working on it slowly. Yeah, and there's a fateful encounter one day as Kyoya is walking from school, thinking about what's next, what he's doing, what he what he should do. He bumps into a girl. The girl drops all of her shit. He says and, he's sorry. Uh, he picks up he picks up the stuff. And one of the things he picks up was Haru Sara. Um, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then the next thing he picks up is her ID. Her ID is, is uh, Ayaka. Ayaka. So basically, but black hair. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we see Ayaka the Kohai with black hair and all of that in the same school as as the Platinum Generation and as Kyoya, who you know all that would inspire her. So um, it inspires Kyoya. Kyoya does what he can, you know, and then he basically also approaches, um, you know, Kohai Ayaka. To try and get her get him, like her help on something that we don't know. And the the season ends on a huge cliffhanger. One day Kyoya's walking, um, walking around, and we see Suriyuki exit a theater. And when he looks to his right, he sees Kyoya there. He's shocked Kyoya's in front of him. Kyoya has a, a look of of resignation. Not resignation, I'm sorry. Um he's um he's got like a like he's resolve you can see his resolve like he's got like like expressive resolve in his face he walks up to suriyuki and that's where it ends so they left it off perfect for a season two whether that season two or not happens we don't know there's been reports in japan of people just hating fucking kyoya hating the writing and the direction of the show i don't understand it and it would be a damn shame if they don't at some point do a season two because this was fucking awesome. All right. Uh, I did like it a lot, but again, this was one of those. If this is how it really ends, then it's a little disappointing. For sure. And yeah, I want to know about how did Keiko get this power? How did she give Koya this power? Was it like a Jiminy Cricket when you wish upon a star type of thing? Yeah. <laughs> that he was I, singing. I, I uh, basically I, where did it come from? My how did she get th- it and why did she give it to him and how did she find him? My theory is it has something to do with his sister. Maybe. We we don't know. We don't know, yeah, I know. And part of me is like, I feel like he should have stayed. Hmm. Like, cause again, people were getting their passion back. Like Naoko, Aki, Shino Aki, Ayaka. But I felt like that would be like I get your your principle, you're not wrong. I just feel like that would be selfish of him because at the end of the day, he still snuffed out the platinum generation. The world doesn't understand. But I feel like like the creations of the platinum generation, it's not the same. And at the end of the day, what makes the show so unique and so like it, it draws you to is you have these four unknown characters that are the pillars of Japanese art and expression in the time that he lived. And without that expression, you're without the pillars of the show. Obviously, the backbone and the foundation is Kyoya and and his goals and objectives and ideals and things of that nature. But at the same time, you know, if you're building a house, if you don't have pillars to on the on top of the structure, you're not going to have a stable house. And I think right. without that golden generation, if he stayed, it just doesn't hit the same. It, it doesn't. It's it doesn't have a full like a full house. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Right. It makes sense. But I say I would like to see him try to reconcile with Nanako, find Suriyuki. Sure. And you, you know, know like, 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 like help them or like reconnect type of thing. 
Especially with people getting their passion back, maybe like they could have done something going forward together. I'm very curious. You know what I think might have happened if that would have happened, though? I think he would have recognized, like, it would have been some more sad shit that happened, you know, and he would have taken those experiences and what he learned into the future, which may have affected him. So in terms of how, what he knows, he knows what happens after the game is made. He knows the end result of what has happened, but all the stuff in between that he doesn't know. And I think that behooves him to not know. So that way he doesn't get ahead of himself, knowing that he knows the demise of the people that he's helping as it stands, you know, because when he first jumps into the, this past, he's only concerned about his future. As he gets closer to everybody, he starts worrying about everybody else because he's just a naturally a kind person. And that's his natural instinct and, and his personality to do so. And when he goes back into the future, he understands uh, what he did wrong and what his end result has caused for the greater purpose of the, the universe that he wanted to live in so i don't i see what you're saying you're not wrong in it but i don't think it would have been satisfied yeah it wouldn't have been as satisfying as this hopefully will be if it continues if it doesn't continue i'm with you completely you know what i mean yeah like, it, it, yeah it really depends like yeah i if it wasn't gonna end then yeah i say stay but if they're gonna continue then sure see how you can fix it in the past differently but it's just one of those we don't know yeah that's why it's hard to give it a proper grade because I don't want to grade it as it's a one and done or the potential of there's going to be more. I'm going to grade it based off of how it made me feel because that's how I always grade anime. I always grade anime in terms of the story, the animation, the music, and how it made me feel. Did I laugh? Did I cry? Did I say, oh my God, that's fucking amazing action? Did I wish it was me? Did I, I cringe? Did I fucking hate the plot? Like, I, I look at how it made me feel. And I, I understand, like, the story. It, it kind of counts towards the story in terms of will it continue, will it not? But at the same time, I'm grading it as an individual anime in terms of what it achieved with my feelings. And that's always how I prioritize any anime I watch. In terms of like how I grade it is always like, is there great action, great music, great animation? How did it make me? Did I cry? And, laugh? And that's completely fair. Yeah. But other than that, I find it, I find it very enjoyable. I and, and I'm and I'm not gonna spoil what goes where. <laughs> It's my new, I mean, for me, it's my new, it's my new anime of the season. It may not be my anime of the season. I'm still up in the air in terms of my anime of the season because well, it's going to, we be got a couple of days. So we have a couple of days. I mean, I put down my initial one, but I, I'm going to think about it a little bit more. Like I said, we have slime. Yeah. We have, we have slime. We have, or let me phrase that. I have slime. I have um, remake. I have Duke of death because Duke of death made a strong run at the end for me. It really, I don't think it'll win, but goddamn, yeah. it made such a And then our final win. one. <laughs> and then our final one. The funniest anime by a long Life shot. Life Lessons with Urumichi Onisan. And Life it lessons. starts with the pre the pre penultimate. Urumichi's going to quit in 30 days. <laughs> I love this because it's a slice of life. It's like, you know, maybe he's going to quit smoking type of thing. I, you know, and, I wasn't sure. You're right. I, yeah, that 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 was my initial thought. Like, like there's no way he's quitting the show. With how we get Miss Love, especially in a slice of life, where it, the lat the second last episode always seems like it's the worst, but the next episode later, like it's not as bad. Yeah. But uh, Toby Kichi just basically starts freaking out because he's drunk at a bar with uh, 
Kumatani Kumatani. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they start reminiscing the good times of, like when they when they met him in college, like ten years ago or something like that. Yeah. And Urumichi was a superstar because he's for he's the first place. All he does is work out, go to the gym. Yeah. At, um, uh, Toby Kichi is the one that's like learning gymnastics, and Urubichi was someone he looked up to. Yeah, and they had an open spot. Like, okay, uh, the roommate's kind of gone. He's got a girlfriend. He said, "Fuck us." Mm-hmm. We'll see you before Dick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. And uh, and then uh, the one of the from the from the students, I mean, sorry, like someone from the higher ups in, sc- in school. Like, hey, uh, I had this guy who's he's a place to stay because the other side is being reconstructed. I like, guess mm-hmm. yeah, sure. They find out it's Urumichi. and so Toby Kichi. Toby excited. Uh, Kumitani is just like meh, like what's so special about it type of thing. Yeah. And then uh, you, we see like we see uh, Ikiteru and Utano like younger too during during all these little flashbacks. It was great. I love that. That was one of the low. That was like one of the low key things that I enjoyed so much about that episode. That's why I was like, oh my god, I love it because we see young Ikatero. We see young... like yeah, he's like he yeah, he's a high school student compared to them, and he yeah. still cannot read a, a watch. Like, hey, do you know the time? It's like it's this. Like, but he has a watch. Yeah, and you see Utano doing basically singing outside of crowds, like small crowds. Yeah, like no Broadway, no nothing. Yeah, but she still seems good. That's uh, you see them happy before they be turned miserable adults. That is very interesting when you think about that as well, right? Is that like they're because they have the innocence of their youth? Yeah, ex- exactly. Everyone did, and yeah. uh, and then we get the vacation. Uh, Urumichi's not with them, and like, uh, like, oh shit, I wonder if he's coming home. I wonder if he's by himself. And then you find out the uh, other dorm was uh, knocked down again. Was yeah, it, was it the it was the hurricane, right? Because the tree fell down on it. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah the forbidden it was, uh, due to the typhoon. The sacred yeah. tree. Yeah, it was due to the typhoon. Yeah, so um, yeah, sure, I guess Urubichi's gonna stay with us for God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Kumitani was like out getting drinks and all that for everyone, and you see Urubichi like, hey, I'm back from vacation. Yeah, and it's like, uh, like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm actually gonna go to the store because they want food. It's like, oh, I'll come with you, and they actually like talk. Yeah. And he sees like this different side of Urumichi. Like he de- like he's someone that wants to be around company. Yeah. Like he- yeah, he's like this depressed guy, but like he wants to he- he's antisocial. Yeah. And he wants to work on that. And I I can relate. I get it. <laughs> right, right. So I-, I get all this from him. And then we go to the present time. Tobikichi has a hangover. Urumichi's like Greeted everyone happily. He's like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" Like, "Oh, what's happened?" Like, "I, I don't feel good." Oh, take this medicine. And he starts again ready, and then Toby Kichi's like, "Is this what you really want to make you happy?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, this is what I want." Yeah, and then that's when Toby Kichi blurts out, "Like, oh, like he's leaving," type of thing, and that was where that penultimate episode ended. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the finale, the follow up, and they're like, "Should we tell him?" And it's like. Okay, that guy, he's not quitted. It's just more of the gym he goes to is closing. He's yeah. not renewing his membership. It ends at the end of the month. And so basically, Toby Kichi freaked out over nothing. Yeah. And he called Urumichi me for not telling him. Like, you didn't ask. Now, Kumitani knew, apparently. No, Kumitani knows all. Yeah, well, it's Kumitani. <laughs> Kumitani! He, 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 built a, he built a cat shelter in this, in this typhoon. That was cute. I was, I, I was like, aw. Oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> 
That was so cute. He just has this intimidating aura around him. Yeah. But I'm not like he's definitely he's definitely a kind, gentle soul. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, they're on they're in the break room, and then Tobikichi's talking about oh this the show is ending. And, you know, it's like our show is ending because we're watching it. Yeah. I, I, I get this. It's a small little nip. This is where the county part of it gets in. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, there's always uh, this big dramatic thing that happens at the end of a satisfying conclusion. Like, why can't we have that? Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, uh, the kid's missing from a uh, kid's missing around the studio. And like, oh, well, this is our chance to get this big final episode thing. And uh, they don't find the kid anywhere. And it turns out, oh, he was just in the bathroom. Nah, nah, why are you all here? Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, and then uh, Ikiteru was like, "Oh, where's Ikiteru? Oh, he's in. He's talking to the director in the rehearsal room." And then he starts calling uh, Utano. Like, yeah. help! I'm bleeding. Like, oh shit! We gotta go help him. Yeah. They rush towards us. Oh, it was, it was an ingrown nail that got pulled out. He's just got a small hang cut. Now. He's fine. <laughs> right. Like, oh thank God, type of thing. Say, like, oh man, like, we're getting it. I swear. That Utano gets another call. It's from her boyfriend. Talks about marriage over the phone. Kate Cole? Like, she's getting happy. Kate Cole? Yeah, and it's like, oh, I see. It's uh, uh, my friend's getting married. And uh, I need money. And it's, uh, <laughs> she turned Super Saiyan. He went Super Saiyan and just hung up. I'm like, why are you still with this person? And then uh, and she comes out. I was like, oh, like, I, and the guitar is like, expressed like, I'll be sad if you actually left. <laughs> Oh. As I know, like, I wouldn't leave. No, <laughs> I'm not leaving now. <laughs> like, oh. And then uh, Ikiteru's sister comes in with the mm-hmm. dog collapsed on the floor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is he dead? Like, is she dead? It's like, no, it's uh, she won a war for a good girl <laughs> at this dog show. It's just one thing after another after another. I know. And then another one, uh, 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 uh this girl <laughs> dropped her uh, handkerchief or whatever. No Psych! Shit. Toby Kitty's like, I got, I'll give it to her, and then it's uh Capellini, the uh the the, the flamboyant one. Ooh, like, oh, you found it, but you're gonna invite me for tea, I'll, huh? I'll, I'll take you up it. on that. No, he's like, I'll think about it, and then he just tells the girl, like, yeah, he's actually my type. <laughs> oh, he's your type. Meanwhile, fucking Toby Kitty's dead as fuck. Like, uh, I can't believe I did that. Oh my god. Yeah. But like they, they go for all of this, and then they're all like laughing about it after. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the director Aman keeps torturing Urumichi for ideas. Urumichi, Urumichi san, Urumichi san. telling me him no every single time, and then you and uh, they're like these uh, bonjour men or whatever. Oh guys, they what? what Onisa? Why are you wearing that outfit? <laughs> Like, you know, if someone can answer that question, I could die happy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, 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 he's the only one that wears these weird outfits that does not fit the theme of everyone. And that's why, like, you know what? Yeah, if I was him, I would die inside too every time if I get all this. Yeah. But uh, eventually they all go out and uh, the director is like stalking Urumichi. All the- like, I will get ideas from you. And what would you call it? Kikaku. Even. Fucking tease over me. She's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." Why? Just has his hand on her shoulders, like about to talk. I was like, mm, "Never mind." As I just when I was about to open up again, <laughs> the door is like shutting back and forth inside his heart. She was funny. Yeah, but Bro, had a fucked up life. Homeboy had a fucked up life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. God damn. 
Yeah, dude. I was like, wow, dude. Fucking like this. Oh, my steady girlfriend. I've been together. And like, oh, I don't want kids. Like, oh, we want to broke up. Like, oh, she could let everybody fuck her. <laughs> she got pregnant. Yeah, like everybody. She genuinely <laughs> felt bad for him to get fucking this kid onto the show, and he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But after all that, Urubichi was, like, happy because they're all laughing together. Like, you know what? Yeah, this is the final episode. Like, I'm okay with that. It was and weird. then, uh, did you see the after credit? No, there was an after credit? Yes. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, basically, like, they're all, like, say they they want to go out, like, dinner, drinks, to celebrate type of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, let's try to drag Urubichi. He won't come. And then he says, like, like hey, I'll come, like, that type of thing. Like, yeah, like a happy smile type of thing. Yeah. And you like winked at the camera like don't tell anyone. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Like oh. I hope we get a season two, but I think with how it ended, I don't think we are. <laughs> no, I don't think I think this is it. Uh but no, uh, this remember this was not in our radar at all. No, it wasn't. And like until like a random meme or two popped up calling us out as adults, and then I watched it and it was just fucking hysterical. But after that you get the stuff behind it, like the depression, life of adulthood, like the fact that, yeah, you had all these ambitions and goals. You're overqualified for this stuff. And then it's just, this is what you're stuck with. This is your life, essentially. That's how I felt a lot of times, dude. That's why I like it so much. Yeah. yeah I felt that. Again, like Utado and Ikatera, like these Broadway singers. Yeah. Uh, special, like, Urumichi's an Olympic prodigy. <laughs> yeah. And... With a kick out to it, like he had stuff going for him. Oh, Until all this shit happened. Yeah. And then it's just, yeah, like, you get all the stuff, you're qualified. You, you could do so much more, but you don't get it. Yeah. And it's depressing. Yeah, dude. Like, shit. Like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> it hits you in the feels because it fucking yeah. it's, it hits you with really reality. Goddamn. Yeah. It really is reality. Exactly. That's what I guess that's what draw me to it. <laughs> No, I agree. I, that's I love. That's it made me happy. It, I died laughing, and then I'm like, oh man, that really. Like you, really you shouldn't cool. be laughing. Like like, like 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 you shouldn't be laughing because like deep down, like that's a kind of it's kind of us. Mm-hmm. And that's how like all it boiled down to. And they hit that right. And like and when you get those genuine moments, like when Urumichi was talking about like harassment, that type of thing, like how to deal with it, and yeah. Kumutani just like listening to him. Yeah. Just yeah, all this stuff in the background. Yeah, you learn, you get a lot of valuable lessons, dude. You really do. It's pretty. You yeah, know, the, thing, well, if I'm being well, honest, dude. Something that really like hit me. I, I wrote this quote. I don't know if you saw my story or not on my Instagram, but I wrote this quote and I, ah, it's not here anymore. Fuck, I wish I had it. But it was like from the, I think it was from the penultimate episode where they talked about dreams. You know, and it's like it's yeah. okay. And they gave you like, and, and I love those type of quotes. And there were a few quotes in the season that really made you like, wow. Like, it was real life lessons. And it's funny because he's telling this to fucking two-year-olds and five-year-olds. And it made me chuckle. Like, oh, what does a five-year-old fucking know? But, of course, we all know that Japan is one of the, you know, more, uh, one of the more smarter countries in the world. And more so, age-progressive menta- yeah. mentally. So maybe fucking they do. And this is what we see. But, I mean, it, just, it hits you. It's like, wow, fuck. That, like, that makes so much sense. And it's very quotable. Uh, but, yeah, uh, again... Beautiful, brilliant stuff with this. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm I'm glad we picked this up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. We are going to take a quick commercial break. We didn't take a commercial break this whole time. I know. Well, we had like six shows. So I was like, eh. So we're going to take a commercial break. We're going to have our closing thoughts. 
No recommendations. We'll give that next week. Yeah, we'll give it to the awards. Plugins, and we out of here. Be right back, people. All right, we're back, folks. But I'm on. Yes, uh, it's been three and a half hours. Oh god, if we did the awards today, it'd be like six hours. If we if we recorded the awards today, it'd be a no, 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 no. like six hours. No, 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 no. Uh, basically, this will conclude our summer <laughs> reviews. Closing thoughts of the summer. Underrated, very underrated, very solid. Um, I know we had some that were disappointing. For me, I didn't have anything that was critically disappointing. I've had there were and there were a lot of surprises. I was appreciative of the amount of surprises that I got. Yeah, like some we expected not to be great turned out to actually be. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got better a great, than expected. <laughs> I got a great story from Million Lives. I got solid endings from from Kageki and Girlfriend Girlfriend. Um, yeah, we have, and, we have, yeah, we had beautiful performances from Kengeki. We got yeah. the comedy cliches from Urumichi, like this mop poking all the slice of life comedy yeah. finales. Duke of Death making a strong run at the end for my anime of the year and making me cry. Um, the remake just being solid as a whole, and you know, you know, being remake as I've said, but yeah. um, and of uh, course the, the, action, the action scenes from fucking Slime and from um and from uh my hero specifically the villain academia arc right fuck those are so good uh sukamichi being a surprise as well with their action and darkness i i guess my main thing would probably be the surprises and i when we didn't even talk about aquato we didn't even talk about boruto i cannot wait till i can talk about boruto and we can talk about the the the, what's really been trending in the anime world which is the fight between boruto and ashiki i have i I, I know what happened thanks to the, the, the manga because I've, I've yeah. seen the manga spoilers, but I can't wait to see that fight. I can't wait to see um, Aquatope because I know some of the things that happened in Aquatope since I'm in charge of the threat in our anime. I, ha- I have, I did start the second core of Aquatope. Yeah, it did come out today. It, hit, it hits completely different. Is it? Like good or bad? No, like, it's like how the Mahdi have fallen in terms of Kukuru. <laughs> All right, we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, that. but the, the new OP and ED are really good. Good. I like I the core ones better, but these are these are nice. I mean, and I, uh, well, I, I won't give another sport. That's fine. We'll yeah. save that. Yeah, we'll but, save. Uh, but yeah, I I I've enjoyed the summer more than I expected to. Yeah, despite it, it being difficult with our schedule, with you know summer, we like to enjoy the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, my take, my biggest takeaway is the surprises of the summer. Very surprising. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. But that was definitely the highlights of that. Uh. All right, uh, everyone. We talked our cake. We ate our cakey. We're now full of cakey. Dude, we're we're uh, we're so sleepy. It's like we really did like OD on cake. We yeah, we OD. We we're we're in a diabetic coma right now. <laughs> I feel like that, dude. Like uh, I still got to do dishes, and I'm like, dude, I, I gotta get up in like five hours. <laughs> I gotta get up in like seven. I'm not too far behind. Yeah. Right, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Damian Phoenix Twelve. Uh, we also want to thank W2N Network for uh, hosting us on uh, various uh, like Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, also want to thank Chairshot Radio for hosting us on other various podcasts, especially on uh, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a popular trend on a couple of times. Like we from I didn't I don't want the specific numbers in general, but we have been getting good numbers. Yeah, which is shocking. Chairshot like, Radio, wow. which is great. We're on the entertainment section, which that's not wrestling. That's competitive. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that's good. Uh, so if we keep getting those good numbers, we'll have a better time slot. So yeah, Sunday, 
Sunday noon. <laughs> yeah, and you saw um with Sean, you saw Sean's numbers that he told us in terms of how we're training. Oh yeah, that, that, that we had a big gap. Yeah, I was like, wow, and we've had a big gap. Yeah, so I mean, you know, like has been mentioned before, your episode with Evangelion um is crucial to that and our news for those who are wondering in case you didn't see we have some news coming up on monday in regards to the future of the show um good news exciting news it'll be more in matthew's realm as i said but i'll still be part of that as well yeah yeah it should definitely help we'll talk about more of that monday indeed but um put your plugs in yeah so you guys can follow me on my multiples of instagrams um you can follow me at my anime instagram ai underscore anime 24 you can follow me on my uh podcast instagram podcast.senpai um and you can follow us at our um talk the cakey instagram at talk the cakey t-a-l-k-t-h-e-k-e-k-i so um you can follow us on there if you click on the link tree we got to make one for our um thing by the way but i, I think you have to make it because for me yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, account, I, so. I i i i need i'm gonna try to find a day all right i'll uh, send it to you just let me know yeah just let me know uh, so well, we're gonna make, make it uh i'm probably gonna update our picture as well okay so, we'll so um, we'll make a link tree for you guys for our group. But if you click on any of my link trees, you can see any of my other stuff. You can catch me on my other podcast, the Atlanta Tragic Podcast. Shout out to uh, my co-host B Ronan, uh, the MMA from Marks Podcast, which after us uh, another hiatus I took with th- with uh, my boy Andy. I'm recording tomorrow evening, so we'll hopefully have something for you by next week. Um, and we'll also be going uh, to sound as well for that. And I've got to get that set up. So I'm looking forward to the future of the MMA for Marks Podcast uh, with my boy Andy. Shout out to them. If you guys want to keep up with MMA news boxing news things of that nature um listen to that if you want to hear me talk shit and really say some really incredibly offensive shit listen to me on the tragic podcast i'll definitely offend you there um and a couple pieces of information just for shits and giggles um oh and by the way you can follow me on twitter at, at s-h-o-s-t-o-p-p-a-2-4 showstop at 24 um i'll be on there as well um but a couple of things for shits and giggles um this saturday uh this uh the second nobody will have fucking heard this by then so this is kind of a moot point but um i will be at the orlando amphitheater for illineum um and also november 12th 13th and 14th i will be in, i think it's 10th 11th 12th 10 11 12th either way um the second weekend of november edc orlando i will be there dude i'm thinking about getting a fucking uh, a banner or like a flag and flying my podcast our podcasts and shit on it yeah do it up why not Dude, like, I think that would be fucking wicked as shit, dude. So if you keep me out there, if you see me with a Talk to Kiki banner, um, a podcast senpai, I anime, if you recognize any of that, if you see me out there at uh, EDC Orlando, come holla at me. Come talk to me. Come be a part of my, my little crew. Um, I mean, I'm not doing hard drugs, but, you know, if you do, that's cool, too. Whatever. Shit. Let's just have a good time. Yeah. Uh, also, um, we will see you Monday when we talk about our... Our full spring awards. There's gonna be no review unless he finishes Aquatope in time. But um, you check out what our top of the season is. I haven't even told him yet. I haven't wrote down my stuff on the list yet. I know you said for like two. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, well, I like. To, I, I'm still. I need to think. I need I mean, to think. I, I, enough about about your likes to kind of fill in the blanks. So I have a good idea of what you're gonna put in for several of these categories. Right, but you don't know what order for the top ten. <sighs> I guess. 
But yeah, uh, we're going to be doing that. We'll be talking about our announcements. And we are also going to close off with our fall lineup of what we're going to be watching. But it looks like it's mostly going to be together. So that would probably definitely save time. Yeah. And the, only, and the only continuation we have is Aquatope. So we're just going to just put it in with the fall shit. It's, it's just that one. <laughs> We'll start off with Aquatope basically every week at this yeah, point. Yeah, based more or less, yes. Yeah, we're gonna start unless something really like really catches us or makes us feel like shit or angry. But no, we'll start off with Aquatope, I think. And then also, like I mentioned, we'll have the news in terms of the future of the show. Um looking forward to sharing that with you guys. It's something that we've been talking about since fucking early July, late June. Um, because again, at the end of the day, as much as Matthew and I enjoy talking to each other and talk talking to you guys about anime um we want to have the best product the most interactive product that we can so hopefully with this news on monday we'll be able to take another step forward uh toward that uh, ultimate broad goal that we have all right uh until next time arigato and after ofaku and sayonara sayonara minasan